0: Hey everyone, it's Pacific, and we're starting off Season 3 with something really special. A four-part story chronicling what happened to Site-13, or as you may know it, SCP-1730. SCP-1730 is a culmination of tons of community members and actors stepping up to create a giant four-part episode. And I'm incredibly pleased to welcome so many new talented folks to our ranks, And this week, I want to highlight a few new actors, Clyde, Chris, Celeste, Daisy, and Dana. You'll hear these wonderful actors throughout all four episodes, but shortly after joining our cast, they actually went on to create a new podcast, Meddling with Monsters. Meddling with Monsters is an incredible tabletop RPG show about a group of intrepid explorers hunting monsters, battling supernatural foes, and even playing with a strange dog from the depths of the cosmos. The first seven episodes are available now, and you can listen to Meddling with Monsters wherever you listen to podcasts. Second, because we're back with Season 3, that means we're back with merchandise! So, if you're a patron or you've been thinking about becoming a patron, now is the time to do it. As usual, we'll be sending out postcards to everyone at $5 and above, but this month we're also doing something a little different. For patrons at $10 above, we're also sending out two stickers and a button, And for patrons at $20 or above, we're sending out a sticker sheet full of cute little critters that have been in the SCP archives, such as uh, Blackwood the Slug, Josie the Half-Cat, and the Sailor Skinks, and much, much more. You can find all those designs on patreon.com slash SCP underscore POD. And last but certainly not least... Since we wrapped season two last October, uh, we've had over 100 patrons join us, uh, which is incredible and awesome and very, very humbling. I don't have enough time in this small intro spot to uh, talk about all of our patrons, so stay tuned for the credits for um, just a small chunk of some of the many new patrons who helped make uh, specifically this four-part episode possible, but also just help us keep making the show and doing what we do. Anyways, I don't want to take up any of your time. I know you've been waiting for a very long time. So, without further ado, what happened to Site 13? Part 1.
1: Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number SCP-1730. Containment class. Neutralized. Special containment procedures. A circular perimeter has been established 2 kilometers from SCP-1730, and a quarantine zone has been established 1 kilometer from SCP-1730. Personnel who are to enter SCP-1730 must first undergo Class 7 hazardous contact preparation measures, including the application of a modified Maxwell-hardened hazardous material reinforced airtight suit. The application of these protective measures may only take place at the Provisional Site-23 quarantine main gate. Individuals attempting to exit the quarantined area must first submit through decontamination protocol as administered by the quarantine security staff. Individuals failing to meet the quarantine extraction perimeters are to be held for further decontamination or, in the event decontamination becomes unfeasible, termination. Containment Update 117 2016 Dangerous biological and cognitohazardous entities have resulted in high casualties of security rescue teams. Mobile Task Force Zeta-9, Morads, have been assigned to all current exploration efforts. Containment Update, 2-1-2016 Due to information gathered by Foundation surveillance teams, exploration and recovery efforts into Site-13 are no longer indefinitely suspended. Details will be available on a need-to-know basis. Assigned Mobile Task Force units will be alerted by their superior officers. Containment Update, 5 2017 Mobile Task Force Apollo Three, Game Wardens, and Tau Five, Samsara, are activated and assigned to exploration of SCP-1730. See Addendum 1730.8 for details. Containment update 6-22-2017. Due to the events detailed in Addendum 1730.9, SCP-1730 has been reclassified as neutralized. Additional research efforts are ongoing. Notice. The following documents are as SCP-1730 appeared before its reclassification is neutralized. Some inconsistencies may persist. Description SCP-1730 is a large complex of structures, 15 kilometers northwest of the U.S.-Mexico border, within Big Bend Ranch State Park that was discovered on June 5, 2015. Due to the isolated nature of the complex, and the low survival rate of individuals who have come in contact with it, it is possible that SCP-1730 had been previously discovered but unreported. SCP-1730 bears identifying marks and contains documents to support the claim that SCP-1730 was at one point Foundation Site-13, originally located near Nome, Alaska. This conflicts with current records, which show that Site-13 was a project that, while intended to be constructed in Nome, was scrapped for the larger and more advanced Site-19 and never completed. Flora located on site have been tracked back to those native to the Alaskan region. How SCP-1730 came to be at its current location is unknown. SCP-1730 is in a severe state of disrepair and appears to have been left abandoned for an extended period of time. The site power generators continue to operate in a damaged state, despite a number of fuel leaks and fires throughout the facility. This has resulted in intermittent power failures throughout the site, hindering exploration and rescue efforts. The origin of SCP-1730 is unknown, as is the nature of many of the anomalous entities contained within. It is confirmed that the 2nd through 15th basement levels were utilized for entity containment, though the state of that containment has deteriorated significantly. It is believed that a contingent of human survivors exists somewhere deep in the lower basement levels of the facility. Messages written in English have been discovered throughout the site, consisting of warnings such as Danger and Death here. And other messages such as not my body, and bleed. A recurring message, what happened to Site 13, has been found in several different locations in the basements. Several logs of data have been collected by the remaining functional site terminals, the relevant data of which is contained in the addendums below. Worth noting is that inconsistencies exist between the logs and what has been determined through exploration, including site layout, staff makeup, and contained anomalies. Addendum 1730.1 Recovered Log 112, 12 2016 Team Mobile Task Force D 12 Codename Mudslingers Assignment Site 13 Recovery Lead D 12 Alpha
2: We found it. Watched it kill Daly earlier. Crawled right into his mouth, and next thing you know, Daly's got blood leaking out of his ears. Puking it up, shitting it out everywhere. Blood looked funny, too. Too dark. It was running out of his hair, like, through the follicles. His hair fell out right with it. Once it was over, the thing that crawled inside him crawled back out with a buddy. One of them, can't say which, drinks up all this blood like a leech. The other one crawls back inside daily and he stands up. Turns around and starts coming at us. I can see the thing inside him when he opens his mouth. I put a bullet in his face and another we emptied our magazines into him he didn't get up after that we're not going to be too much longer though we found another one of those messages down here you know just a matter of time before it starts we strapped some c4 to it and blew the wall and i think it's pretty illegible at this point but it doesn't matter jones already went quiet like the others we shoved him down an elevator shaft earlier didn't hear the body hit the ground I think I just heard them start up Thresher. Wish we would have known about that sooner. Ah well.
1: Addendum 1730.2 Recovered Automated Message The following message was recovered from SCP-1730's emergency warning system. Logs on file indicate it was transmitted moments prior to a major electrical disturbance and three minutes before an explosion within the site power relay. General notice. Site 13 has experienced a gross breach of containment systems. Has breached containment during testing. On-site nuclear device is non-responsive. Thresher protocol has been activated. Addendum 1730.3. Exploration Logs. Exploration Log 1. Team, Mobile Task Force D12. Codename, Mudslingers. Assignment, Site 13 Exploration. Lead, D12 Alpha.
2: Orders on. Everybody check your mics.
3: Check. Check. And check makes four.
2: Right. Command, you hear us loud and clear? Roger that, team lead. All right. Keep weapons locked. No idea what we're going to see in there. Yep, we're set. Let's move in. Those doors. Keep your eyes open.
4: Dark in here. Switching lights. Good call. There's something written on the wall over here. Yeah, here too.
2: What you got? Uh, get below. And, uh, don't look at the walls uh, next to it. Little late for that. You see that, Command? Yes. All right, let's move on out. Service elevator over there. Bravo. Check if it has power. Yup, this'll work. Let's see how far down it'll take us then.
1: And away we go.
0: Door opens to reveal a dark hallway. A single light is on at the bend in the hall roughly 50 meters from the elevator.
2: Okay, let's clear this level first. Then we can go from there. Bravo, take that hallway there. Charlie can check the rooms in this hallway.
0: Delta and I will stay here, make sure our elevator sticks around. Team splits up. D12 Bravo moves towards the light at the end of the hallway. D12 Charlie begins checking on rooms on the left and right sides of the hallway. D12 Alpha periodically checks in on both team members. Rooms are filthy. What
2: is this? Yeah, I see it too. Is it mud?
3: Feels
4: like it. Some kind of sludge. Hmm. Smells metallic. I'll send this back up, Site Command. Let you guys poke around in it.
5: Acknowledged. Try and keep out of it as much as you can until we figure out what it is.
4: Sure thing.
2: I'm at the end of this hallway! Another hallway here. Looks like some kind of barricade at the end. Bunch of tables and desks all piled up over
5: there. Can you approach the barricade, Bravo?
3: Yuck. More of the sludge in this room. Caked on the walls. Ooh, Found a body.
0: Hang tight, Delta. Don't move. I'm heading towards Charlie. D-12 enters the room. A visible humanoid body is seen half-submerged in the thick black material in the corner. The head and neck are not visible. Yeah. Any kind of identification?
4: He's got a spot on his belt for a badge, but it's missing. Looks pulled off. Maybe to unlock a door somewhere?
2: Maybe. Bravo, go ahead and proceed. Aye, aye. Alpha. It's more bodies here. That sludge is all over the back of this barricade. Shit, that will move. There's something else in this damn pile.
6: Get a light on
2: it! Moving your way, Bravo.
6: Ah, there!
2: Fuck! Bravo. Bravo, report. Something crawled out of one of their mouths. Some kind of snake, I think. Like, had a lot of teeth. Can't really tell what the hell it is now. Shit. The body why I shot it? It's hollow. You see in this command? Affirmative. Alright, watch for that then, I guess. Weapons hot. If they aren't already.
3: Aye aye.
2: Let's head back to
0: the elevator. See if we can't get down to the next level. D-12 Alpha, Bravo, and Charlie. Begin to retrace their steps. Wait a second. Didn't we turn this left earlier? Sure fucking did. Where's the elevator? <sighs> Here we go. Shut
2: it, alright. Command, you read us. Sure do, Captain. Where's the elevator? Should be about
5: 45 meters to your 12.
2: There's a wall here. Looks like it's always been here. Either we're hallucinating or the building is doing something funky. Any chance you can reach Delta? A moment. No go. Ah,
5: shit.
0: All right, let's find another way out of here, then. D-12 team proceeds down the hallway. Notably. The hallway is much longer than any hallway seen on recovered schematics of the site. I'm seeing something else on this door. What's that? Says silence. We try to check this. Not a containment
2: cell, right? Just another office door.
3: This whole floor just looks like offices.
2: All right then. Get in there. Uh, it's locked. I can't get it open. Knock the door down then.
4: You hear that?
0: One, two. D12 Bravo kicks down a door. Video records three frames of a naked human with what appears to be fire burning out of its ears, staring fearfully at the door. There's an intense white light and the sound of searing meat. All camera lenses are damaged and become non-functional. All microphones, except for that on D12 Charlie, stop working. What happened? Alpha? D-12 team? Site Command attempts to communicate with D-12 team for an additional 30 seconds before realizing that D-12 Charlie's mic is still operational.
5: D-12 Charlie, can you hear us?
0: This continues for 43 seconds.
5: D-12 Charlie?
0: A dull, low, approaching sound accompanies this.
5: D-12 Alpha, bravo. Anyone? Mic cuts out suddenly. D-12 is unresponsive.
1: Oh, shit.
4: Hey, site Command...
5: D-12 Delta. Where are you right now?
4: By the elevator. I assumed our radios had just stopped working down here. I'm just waiting for everyone else to get back.
5: The rest of the team is compromised. Hang on. We're trying to establish a link to your video.
4: Uh no need for that. It's probably just interference. Can you send a can you send a team down here to get me?
5: Hang on. Video coming up. Got it.
0: You mounted cameras on Delta's equipment have seemingly been discarded and changed locations. Instead of the hallway Delta was last reported in, the camera feed shows a large utility room. Boilers are visible in the near distance, and a wall appears to have been caved in. The camera is looking up at D12 Charlie. The camera is looking up at D12 Charlie, who appears to be hanging upside down. Their features are stark white and unmoving. Their face is covered in blood that looks to have originated from their mouth, nostrils, and eyes. A large object is seen moving quickly behind D-12 Charlie, accompanied by the sound of slithering from many different sources. D-12 Charlie opens their eyes. Two frames later, the video and audio feeds cut out. No additional responses are picked up from the D-12 team. Pacific here with a quick ad break. And a reminder, if you don't like ads and you'd rather listen without them, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod, where for only $5 a month, you can get access to intro and ad-free episodes, in addition to merchandise, bonus episodes, and much, much more.
1: And now, back to the show. Exploration Log 3. Team. Mobile Task Force Y24. Codename. Gulliver's Travelers Assignment Site 13 Continued Exploration Lead, Y-24 Arizona Note Initial exploration of the main site structure proved too dangerous for an additional attempt without additional resources. The only remaining mobile task force on hand was MTF-Y-24, a three-man team, who was charged with entering the site power station and assessing the damage.
0: Coming online... Video and audio feeds for all three members come online. Ahead of them is the entrance to the SCP-1730 power station.
6: You can hear us? Alternative. Good. Anything we should know?
5: Thermal scans read one of the cores as being superheated. Might be on the verge of an explosion. Stay as far away from them as you can. You can use the micro-drones if you need to. Don't worry about trying to get them back.
6: Right. Okay, good. Let's get on.
0: Y24 team enters power station. First room appears to be a security station.
3: There's our first problem. Doors are locked. Hmm. These are pretty solid, too. Is that glass bulletproof? Chuck it. Yeah. Guess that answers that.
6: Command, are we cleared to use explosives in here? Negative.
5: Structure is pretty
6: weak all over.
5: You'll risk caving yourself in.
6: Well, shit. There's no other way in.
3: Hang on. We have anybody on site with a level 4 clearance card? One that can override breach lockdowns.
5: Dr. Edwards is with a team over at the containment
3: bay. No, no, it'd have to be somebody older. Edwards has only been around for like, what, 10 years? Somebody who's had the clearance for a long time. Stand by. Director Jameson is currently on assignment at Site 65. Eh, that's three hours from here. We
6: won't. No, you've got the right idea. Get Director Jameson on the phone, Command. Ask him what his clearance code was in. And... When was Site 19 built? 1960.
5: Stand by. Alright, you ready? Go ahead. Delta Alpha 7899.
3: Well, I'll be damned.
6: Hello, Researcher Jameson. Will you look at that?
5: We'll send the Director your regards.
6: Please do. Good work, one. Let's get in here.
3: Can you see the damaged core?
6: No. They all look fine. Let's switch to the thermal lens.
3: There it is. Are we missing something? That core looks fine. We need to get closer to it, guys. Right.
6: Releasing micro drone Command.
0: Y-24 Arizona releases a micro-drone. Drone Drone approaches power station cores and begins to circle them. Twelve cores are accounted for. Seven of them are damaged beyond repair. Three have not been brought up to power, and two are operational at full capacity, which, aside from its abnormal temperature, shows no other signs of damage.
5: It looks fine. Can you get closer to that, Captain?
0: Sure. Sure. Y-24 team approaches the superheated core. Temperature readings begin to rise as they grow closer.
6: What's this shit? It's really thick. Is that sludge. Some kind of waste.
5: Try and avoid that, team. Captain, can you get a vial of it on the micro-drone and send it back out the way you came?
6: Yeah, hang on. Two, grab one if... yeah, you've got it. Sample's on the way, command.
5: Thanks. Be careful, guys. Try and get around to the other side of it. I'm over here.
3: Nothing looks. Oh, fuck. Look. Jesus.
0: Y24 camera shows no fewer than 10 human bodies, bound to the side of the superheated core with wire. All of the bodies appear similar to the bodies found by D12 team stark white, blood leaking from all orifices, and non responsive.
3: Something written underneath them. Is that blood?
6: What happened to Site-13? These
3: lines don't run to the main structure. See here? They're running below us.
6: Any kind of identifier?
3: Let me see. Yeah, they're all labeled Body Pit. They run straight into the ground over there.
6: Looks like we're going below then. Command, you copy all that?
3: We do.
5: Just received your sample back as well. Going to get a report on that in just a few minutes.
6: Alright, good. Let's get down there.
3: There's a stairwell over here.
6: Y24
0: team approaches stairwell, and begins to descend. Lighting zaps in the stairwell and all team members switch on their shoulder lights.
3: This has been pried open. Looks like somebody was trying to... get out? Not in. Uh,
6: something else written on the wall here. Fuck SCP.
3: <laughs> That's polite. You smell that? Fuck, yeah. That's disgusting. What is
6: it? Whatever is on the other end of this hall, I'd imagine. Watch the blown radiator here, guys.
5: Team, take note that we are losing video feed. Something's interfering with our signal here.
6: Roger that. We...
0: Audio feed cuts out. Positioning system stays active for a few more moments as Site Command attempts to reconnect with Y24 team. Intermittent communications are received for an additional 15 minutes.
6: Some of these are human. That same... It's all over the inside. That black shit. Smells like iron. Something crawled out. Look.
3: Do you hear that?
6: We need to get... There's a light over there. Can you see it?
3: Hello? Are you okay? Do you need help? We can get you.
0: Audio cuts completely. Recovered efforts are halted. No communications are received from Y24 team for an additional 24 hours, after which the team is determined to be lost. Samples that were returned with the micro-drone are revealed to be blood and power core residual runoffs mixed with an unknown kind of additional biological matter. Study into the substance is ongoing. After one week, Y24 Arizona's video feed became active again for 13 seconds. No audio is transmitted and the video shows a group of humans, standing in a circle, looking down at a table.
1: Exploration Log 6 Team Mobile Access Drone Assignment Site 13 Drone Exploration Notes While waiting for additional resources to arrive at SCP-1730, an unmanned ground-based drone was launched into the main site complex, through the same door that the D-12 team had entered. The planned goal of the mission was to investigate lower floors and attempt to recover information relating to the origins of SCP-1730.
4: Drone enters the elevator and turns to the floor selection. There are selections for five floors above the ground level and 15 below. Drone moves to select B-15 level. Elevator begins to descend. After seven floors, the elevator suddenly stops. After a few moments of time, it is determined this is due to an intermittent power failure. Drone uses suitable utility to open the forward-facing elevator door. The open elevator shaft is visible, and the drone is unable to determine the depth of the shaft. Using its winch, the drone descends below the stopped elevator to the first available floor. After prying open the door, the drone swings in the opening and retracts the winch. A sign on the wall just inside the doorway indicates that this is the eighth basement level, and that it is a Euclid-class containment wing. Lights on this floor remain dark. The drone is instructed to move down the main hallway and look for a suitable area to descend to the next floor. Drone moves towards a side hallway, and is instructed to explore down it. It is noted that a number of messages are written on the walls, including don't look at the walls and kill the quiet ones. After inspecting a number of rooms and finding them to be only empty offices, the drone returns to the main hallway. Drone ceases movement upon seeing a large, vaguely humanoid entity standing near the end of the hallway. This entity appears to glide slowly down the hallways, seemingly not noticing the drone. After it passes, the drone is instructed to follow the entity. The entity enters a maintenance closet near the end of the initial hallway. Drone observes as the entity extends a long arm from beneath its outer layer and touches the floor. Upon further observation, the entity is noted to have picked up some of the thick, dark material previously identified as blood and power station runoff, with what is identified as its primary finger appendage. The entity then begins to make slow movements toward the wall behind it. This is obscured from the drone's view. The entity ceases movement and then slowly turns to leave the room. The drone is instructed to move towards the wall and take note of any changes. It is noted that the entity left behind a number of unique symbols, such as what happened to Site 13. The drone takes several flash photographs of these symbols and transmits them back to Site Command. Drone is then instructed to continue to follow the large entity. However, the entity has disappeared from the hallway. It is noted that the entity left no apparent footprints even in the thick material covering parts of the floor. Drone is instructed to continue on regardless. Drone reaches what appears to be a series of several containment cells. The first cell is open. A placard on the side of the doorway reads, Entity 324, scheduled for termination 12-13-1975. The drone enters the doorway and observes a spacious containment cell. Thick rubber padding is all along the walls. The drone notices a human form in the corner of the room, covered in thick, dark sludge. As the drone approaches the form, small sparks fire from its fingertips toward the drone. The drone takes several photographs, then leaves. The next three cells are all empty with no placards. The fourth cell is closed, and its placard is smashed. Drone is instructed to attempt to open the door with its cutting torch. After a few moments, it is able to do so. The drone enters the room. In the corner of the room is the emaciated body of a human female, roughly aged 34 years. The body shows no sign of life. A chain is seen around the neck, descending into the shirt. Notable is the lack of sludge within this cell, possible as a result of the inhabitant closing the door and locking it from the interior. The drone searches the corpse for an identification badge and finds one. The name reads Jack Bright. Drone is then instructed to search the neck chain but the chain is discovered to be broken. The drone then leaves this room. The drone traverses a short way until it finds a stairwell. The drone descends to the next floor. A sign by the doorway reads fifth floor. The drone turns to view the stairwell it had previously descended from but finds it non-existent. After some short discussion at site command, the drone is instructed to enter the doorway. The drone enters into a large, spacious office floor lit by sunlight. Several terminals are nearby, though all of them have been destroyed. The drone approaches the least damaged terminal and attempts to power it on. The terminal does not power on, though whether this is due to a power outage or damage to the machine is unknown. The drone maneuvers across the room. Papers litter the floor, and many look to have been burned or shredded. The drone reaches a terminal labeled M. Hadley, which appears mostly undamaged and attempts to power it on. The terminal powers on, and the drone then attempts to connect with the computer. The computer is running the same Foundation-based system as the current model, albeit a number of generations older. The drone is instructed to transmit every file it is capable of accessing to Site Command. The drone begins to do this. Note, at this point in the operation, Site Command lost contact with the drone. Several members of the operation team suddenly showed symptoms of some kind of anomalous influence, growing silent and beginning to burn from their ears. After the onset of symptoms, any sound would trigger what appeared to be a silent explosion that shook Site Command and destroyed most of its communicative equipment. It was later discovered that the only individuals influenced by this were those who had viewed the symbols created by the large entity in the basement storage closet. Further examination by Foundation Cognito Hazard, specialists, and screening technology ascertained that the symbols themselves were a sort of pyroclastic cognitohazard. Any individual becoming aware of the symbols would inevitably succumb to the effects of the hazard, making any additional exploration of the site hazardous. The drone was left unattended for several days thereafter, though it did complete its task of transmitting the terminal contents. The contents of this search can be accessed in Addendum 1730.5. Attempts to reconnect with the drone were unsuccessful, and drone surveillance of the site from outside of the building showed that all the floors above ground level in the primary structure were entirely empty. The drone was not located.
0: This episode was brought to you by many, many patrons. But some of our newest patrons are Bailey Meeker, Dano of the Dead, Zachary Bourne, Madeline Skinner, Jazz Anarchist, Mark Stevenson, Zachary Leaker, Dave H., Purebred Toasted, Theodore Rosenblum, Jack Creeley, Robert Hill, Logan Meek, Brittany Garcia, Alicia. The Reggedy Mando Man, Christopher Very, Clarissa Takowski, Patty Johnson, Nick's Clapt, Nicholas Latkov, Miss Chaotic Evil, Mason Murphy, Brad Biswell, James Butler, and Joanna L. Perkins. Thank you so much for your continued support of our little show. SCP 1730 was written by DJ Cactus. Our host and narrator is John Grills. D12 Alpha was Russell Moore. D12 Bravo was Chris Hemphill. D12 Charlie was Risa M. D12 Delta was Sarah Golding. Site Command was Fletcher Armstrong. Y24 Arizona was Clyde Mantos. Y24 Washington was Chris Quinby. Y24 Carolina was Anna Parker. Drone log was Danielle Hewitt, and additional narration was Pacific S. obadiah I'm your showrunner and sound designer, Pacific S. obadiah and all of our music is originally composed by the incredible Tom Rory Parsons. Jesse Hall is the script curator, and Danny Sweet is the new guy. Our producers are Brad Miska and Tom Owen. For more information, visit scparchives.com.